it even got down to shit like, you know, the host has to have a little bit of a big head because they figured like if the host has a little bit of a big head, like they're more inviting and like they could take up more space like on the TV Whoa. screen and shit like that. So you game show host, they'd be like, you got a big head. <laughs> hey, big you head. got a big ass <laughs> head, bro. I got this idea for you. It's called The Price is Right. You look like you know so many prices in that big old head. <laughs> Welcome to TV I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting behind-the-scenes insight from the people who make the shows you love. You just heard a little tease of my chat with Jaquise Neal. This is one of my favorite interviews we've done. I love game shows, and we dive in. We go into the history of it. What makes a good game show host? It's not what you would think. Uh, What makes a good contestant? Uh, And why are game shows today just not hitting like the old ones did? We get into all of it, plus some of the ridiculous new game shows. I don't know if you're watching the new Is It Cake, but we have got to discuss how everybody knows which one is cake. The whole show is falling apart. So we get into that too. Just go listen, enjoy it. By the end of this thing, you're going to want to go watch at least like three hours of Bob Barker. So let's get into it. Enjoy my interview with Jaquise Neal. Jaquise Neal, welcome to TV Club. I'm here. We just kind of jump right into it. We got to jump in. You got to jump in. There's so much TV. We don't have we don't have time for like what like some band like oh oh, yeah that was yeah you know listen we we've been doing podcasts forever. People didn't heard everything we got to say. Gotta say we are here to talk TV to talk TV. But listeners, you're gonna know Jaquise from Grand Crew (laughs) because I told you to watch Grand Crew every single day of my life. Uh, One of my favorites, Physical, which I also love. Just had a one wonderful series finale, Comedy Bang Bang, How I Met Your Father, and most importantly, your hit monthly comedy show, Comedian Feud. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So fun. I I love ripping the idea of a 50-year-old television show and just bringing it to live stages in L.A. And we got to get, I got to get you on. I got to get you I mean, on. Please, the, uh, please. On the show I, I love yes. a game show. I would, I would yes. love it. I would be yes. so happy to do it. Uh, we're yeah. we're going to get deep into game shows this episode with you. One of my favorite things, bad game shows that I've been watching lately. But, you mm-hmm. know, before we do that, I, I want to talk about some some recent TV news, what we're watching right now. It, it was just Halloween. Did you dress up for Halloween? I did. I dressed up. I was so lazy. I, I wore the same costume to three different parties. Um, I dressed up as Tom from Tom and Jerry with my partner who is Jerry. So makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, it was a be- it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And that's a nice, easy costume. I feel like that's one you can keep in the closet, go back to you it can. time and time again. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause if I'm ever solo, I don't have to be Tom. I can just be, I can be a rat. I can be a gray yeah. rat. Just a gray mouse. Anything. Just, yeah. You, just you a just gray be mouse. A cat. You can really mix can that cat. one up. I can mix it up. I can uh, I can add some stuff to it. Yeah. I can mix it up. My like go-to staple costume is I have a uniform from the Rockford Peaches, uh, which you may know from the film or TV show A League of Their Own. But I was oh, not yes. yes, but I just to clarify, I was not dressed up as a character from the show T or the movie. I was dressed up as just a random Rockford Peaches player, which was a real baseball it. team. That's why I was confused at first. I, first. I haven't seen the league with their own in a very long exactly. time. Exactly. But oh, wow. I'm from yeah. Chicago, so like, I was like, right. Rockford, what? 
Oh yeah, I'm from, I'm from yeah. Rockford. So for oh, okay. me, I I like grew up like around the corner from where they uh, practiced. So nice. I have like my name on it. So I just really want to clarify that I did I did not break SAG rules. Uh, there you go. Unlike Megan Fox, who did? Uh, oh, so many people did. So many people did, and you know so what? Many people did. I know that SAG said it, and I think everyone kind of understood. It's one of those like respect things, you know. Don't yeah. post a bunch of Instagram pictures promoting these movies right now and you're in a costume it's gonna make it look cool just don't be chill if you're going trick-or-treating and your kid is like be the terminator daddy you can do it oh fine yeah okay but like don't do what what megan fox did she went online she posts on instagram she tagged sag in a kill bill costume (laughs) (laughs) she tagged it she was like i want you to know She was like, I want y'all to, I want y'all to say something. something. She wasn't, didn't even have candy, wasn't even like, no excuse, was truly just like, I mean, she must really love Kill Bill. Is there a character that you would risk your morals to represent? Last year, I think I was so proud of my Halloween costume that if, if it was this year and I had that idea and then SAG was like, nah, I would, I would probably be like, man. Fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, so last year, I went as King Richard, mm. the Will Smith movie. Oh yeah, and I had the I had the whole like King Richard, the socks, the short ass ball shorts, uh, everything. But on the back of my little um, sports coat or whatever, I ironed on keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth <laughs> so, like wow. it was. So I was King Richard in the front, Will Smith Will's, on the yeah. back. And when I was, I was like, this is the perfect Halloween costume. And if it was this year, I probably still would have rocked that. Yeah, and and I, I you think gotta you got to get that on yeah, Instagram. You got to get that on Instagram. And you I think gotta you get, get, that you get on away Instagram. with that. There's some crates. You're, you know, Will Smith on the back. You can be. Will Smith on the back. You know, yes. so that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Who would you risk your morals for? I, I, uh, I tr- uh, well, you know, my moral, I, no one, no one could break. That's <laughs> <It's, it's laughs> my it. answer. No, actually, any character from uh, Living Single. <laughs> any. But go. it would have to be like, they give me access to the Living Single costume closet that I'm sure is being kept in a museum somewhere as it should be because yeah. they had such good... Lo- and I get such an hour ones. to just dive in and take whatever I want. And then they're like, you, that's your Halloween costume. I would do it. Like, I would. Okay. But the, I set up one. some really circumstantial... Like, that situation is never going to happen, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're safe. Uh, yeah. By the time yeah. that happens, I'm hoping we're off strike. So I want to get into game shows. Uh, what yes. was like the first game show you loved? What kind of pulled you into this genre and like starting the show? Yeah, honestly. So I didn't realize how much of a relationship I had with game shows until I started acting. And and then even more so over the past like five, six years. But I would say the first game show that really pulled me in was Double Dare. Oh yeah. Uh, with with Mark Summers, Nickelodeon show. Like Absolutely. I actually credit Mark Summers. I got I did Double Dare Live once. Uh he came on tour right before pandemic. We were and really I, living I went back to the then. show. We were really we living. Ah. Oh. We was living. It was two thousand late two thousand nineteen too. It was right before the show. Oh. Uh, and I got on stage and I got to tell him he's the reason that I wanted to become an actor because like I would always, we had one of those hampers growing up that looked like a podium. Oh yeah. Uh, It was like a square hamper and you know, I was short enough. So I would always stand behind it and I would unroll the paper towel so I can get like the long like tube and pretend like that was my mic. My mom loved it. And (laughs) 
<laughs> and I would like pretend like I was hosting, right? Like I was hosting game yeah. shows and shit like that. Every and, like, every little what... kid's dream to yeah. to host a game show. <laughs> it was great. I mean, I loved it. It was it was great. And so like that that got me into like feeling comfortable performing in front of people and wanting to perform in front of people. And I was always pretending to be Mark Summers. So like I, yeah. I always like attribute him to being a reason like I wanted to be an entertainer. Uh, so probably Double Dare and then Price is Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, I wanted to you know. be on Double Dare so badly. Oh. I, for so, I, as a kid, I just kind of believed it would be a thing in my life. Like, you know, yeah. some men have to get drafted to the army and every child at some point has to go on Double Dare. And I would just be like, yeah. you have to prepare. You have to be ready for this. Could, could you handle it? I feel sorry for kids. I mean, like, I know, you know, we always end up sounding like, oh, people get off our grass. <laughs> But I do kind of feel sorry for kids now because I, cause I got nieces and shit. And I'm like, y'all don't have a double game day. shows. Yeah. Y'all don't have game. Like, they we totally, have so yeah. many game shows like that were geared for us. But not only they were geared for us, but adults actually enjoyed watching them too. They don't really have anything like that. So it's pretty. It's a bummer. It's a bummer yeah. to me. I mean, I have, I have no idea what's on Nickelodeon right now. But, no. I mean, there was just a study that came out where they interviewed uh, – Generation Alpha and Gen Z, it was like a study ranging from like 10 to 22 year olds, asking them what they like and dislike about TV right now. And I believe it was 49% said that they think there's too much sex uh, on television and that they just want TV shows that focus on friendship. Uh, so I was like, I guess Nickelodeon <laughs> has gone in a really different direction because so. so. when I was 10 years old, I was like, I was seeking out. Even I was like, Yo. <laughs> well, yeah, we had so many shows that were just all about friendship yeah. and babies being friends and like ah. teenagers and like everybody was friends. Everybody was friends. And then like there'd be one episode where they'd be like, you'd be like, why did they have those two characters like hold hands like that? Right. I right. That's not for me. Was like Yeah. And all the relationships were either manipulative or like, you know, secretive. Like the like Helga would hey Arnold. Uh, yeah. It was always like was you just... like someone. Ew. <laughs> You're a weirdo. Ew. You Ew. probably have a gum statue in your closet. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. So, or it was like Urkel, where it was like, all right, man, leave her alone, bro. Yeah. Like, back <laughs> off. You also said the price is right. <sighs> yeah. I got to be on the price is right. Please tell me everything about that experience, please. I got to be on the price is right with Bob Barker. Okay, um, now you're really talking for real now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, Bob Barker was another big influence on me just as a game show host. Uh, the man practically is, raised me whenever I pretended to be sick so I could stay home seriously. from school. Yeah, seriously. He actually, uh, he just passed away. He actually passed away on the same day as my granddad. Oh. Uh, which was... Obviously sad, but also like kind of made me smile a little bit. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I watched I watched it with my grandparents growing up a lot. Did you ever think about getting one of those airbrush shirts made with Bob Barker and your grandpa on it? <laughs> my grand, I should like, I should, get, I should gate, frame like... it at the at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> get one of those. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's you're like, right come on, on, come up. on up, yeah, come on up. You the next contestant in heaven. <laughs> just just an idea. <laughs> I might do that. I might do that. That that would actually be very funny. So yeah, Price is Right was my shit growing up. I don't even know why. I don't. It's, it's such a simple game show. Yeah. How much do things cost? And I was there. How much like, do things cost? How much do things cost? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's such a simple game show that 
has so many moving pieces and different games. It is, and I think that's the cool thing about Price is Right, as opposed to like other game shows, which is why Price is Right has stood the test of time because the concept is the game show as opposed to like most other game shows where like the premise is the game show. So like Family Feud, for instance, like the premise is like, you know, the game doesn't change. It's all about the premise. But the concept of Price is Right is how much do shit cost? And they get to play so many different games. Yeah. To like go with this concept, yeah. And so like, so you it's get to so see... much more exciting because you're like, oh, which thing are they gonna have to do, or is there a new yeah. one, or like, what's? And it always is kind of weird and random. I remember they had one that was like a mountain climber, and you had to like get oh. it to the top of the mountain. It's yeah, it's always just like and, what? <laughs> and it, I'll do you one further. It had that song, yodel yodel yodel, that yodel yes. song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I love that shit. I, I, I just want to go watch some old prices right now. So do you know a lot about like the history of game shows? Because you're like breaking all this down for me. I mean, depending on the game show, yes. I do know how they used to pick hosts and, like, the parameters I mean, for a host. Well, yeah, and... you want... How do they? Because it is such yeah. a specific skill. I have seen people yeah. who I love as, you know, actors, comedians, whatever, try to host, and, they, and it's bad. Suck. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, such a, 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 like, niche thing. How do they pick these people? How what What is it? What was the thing? Well, it's changed a lot recently because now it is about, like, you know, what celebrity can we get to host a game show? Yeah. You know, you don't get to... Like, even uh, Pat Jack is about to step down from Will. Yeah, yeah. Will, Will of Fortune and um, uh, American Idol. Oh, yeah, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest is. is. And I'm kind of like, like Ryan Seacrest is a. It, I will give Ryan Seacrest credit. Yeah. He is like a true host. He's so a I, true at least he's host. Not, he's a host. He's just a celebrity host. now. Yeah, yeah. But he is a host. But so he, I, will I give would him say credit. first and foremost, he is a host always. Yeah. It's so funny. It it even got down to shit like you know the host has to have a little bit of a big head because they figured like if the host huh. has a little bit of a big head, Whoa. like they're more inviting, uh, and like they could take up more space like on the TV <laughs> so screen and shit and like, like that. You got a big head. <laughs> you got a big ass <laughs> head, bro. I got this idea for you. It's called The Price is Right. <laughs> Your head is big as hell. Your head is big. You look as like hell. you know so many prices in that big old head. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they also would try to stay away from actors, per se. They would like to go to people who were presenters, like radio DJs or huh. newscasters or interviewers or things like that. Because the thing that makes a game show host good, obviously charisma and all these things like that, but it's really the ability to comfortably think on your feet. Yeah. So... And not improv in the way of, like, comedy, but just improv in the way of, you know, I can very quickly know which lane to go down based on anything you say at any given moment. And you have, like, just the calm voice and you can keep things moving. You it's, it, was a, it was a timing thing, too. Like, yeah. they, they always picked people who were good with timing, um, who knew, like, all right, let's let this breathe a little bit. They were, there were a lot of radio DJs. Like, go back to those old school, like, like Alice Trebek, Pat Sajak, ah, yeah. Bob Barker. The greats. All, all of them, the greats. It would always be 
you know, people who were presenters. Yeah. You know, in some is shape, there, form, or fashion. Is there someone doing it right now who you think's doing a great job? Who, who what, what game show host? Or any competition host now, I guess, because now it's like, yeah, you, you know, got you got Chopped, you got all these kinds of shows with hosts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not really. Um, but, <laughs> but like, but but that's not a knock on like them. I just think it's a knock on the game show has changed. You know, you don't get too many new game shows now. Well, I mean, we we just got Snake Oil with David Spade. I've not watched it yet. Uh, have you? Have you? Watched I it? have watched it. I don't really like it, but I don't. Yeah. It, I, to me, it's just very. I, silly it, uh, t- uh, the concept doesn't pull me in and that's what i need for a game yeah. show is that i'm just like i don't care about the stakes here i don't care about mm. these like inventions um mm. but i it it seems like one of those things where if they had like a host or or someone from news it would be a little better because it is about uh like finding these fake uh inventors i guess <laughs> so most of the time i was just like why is David Spade here? <laughs> right. It's it's weird because I feel like they are too polished. Yeah. But inherently they're not polished because like our profession acting the acting profession requires us to kind of be a little more loose. So so I feel like they overcorrect on the polishedness where it's just yeah. like Oh, you're trying to be a game show host instead of just trying to be yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, I do think that Nicole Byer uh, is doing a pretty amazing job. And I mean, it's a different kind of format. Like with, yeah, nailed it because I mean, it's not really a game show environment because the winner is often someone who you're like, Oh, their cake didn't fall apart. She's like creating (laughs) a different environment. Uh, But I also love her on wipeout and to me, anytime I see she's hosting something, I get excited. My niece actually loves nailed it. Like, Oh, and, I and love she Nailed has it. for years. Um, and so when Nelda came on on the TV one time, she was like, "Oh, I love this show." I got to flex me like, "Oh, that's my home. That's my girl." Yeah. She's like, "You know her." <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool too. I think if you can get a kid to like your show, you're a good host. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'm just a stoned adult watching it, and I mean, I every time they show those bad cakes, I laugh. I don't care. Oh, they're how so funny. Many times. I see a bad fondant. I am laughing every time. It's so funny. And then when Nicole like just can't even take when she, you can tell she just oh. wants to break because she is eating the worst thing she's ever tasted. <laughs> it is I uh and that's what and that's what I think for me makes a good current like game show. Uh have you watched yeah. Is It Cake on Netflix? I've watched an episode. I've seen almost every episode of Is It Cake. So the first season is good because they don't get real cake experts. They get people who it's kind of a bit like nailed it are like, I I can cook, like I've done making things, but like, I'm not amazing, but let me like mm-hmm. try to see if I can do this. And yeah. mostly you couldn't tell which one was cake. It was genuinely, you'd be like, okay, the, you know, but they were really easy objects. So it was kind of like, okay, they all had to make a brick. <laughs> like Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the second yeah. season, they try to make it harder with harder things. They also yeah. like got more experienced bakers. Like they have people who on TikTok are like, I have millions of followers and I'm so famous for being the person who makes things out of cake, whatever. The thing is though, when you're trying to make harder things, you can always tell which one is cake. And the f- mm-hmm. <laughs> the first three episodes of the second season, 
every single baker like gets eliminated almost immediately. Like the girl who is like, I'm the, I taught these other people. Actually, I wrote a book about it. She's the first one eliminated because it's, even though she had the best thing, it's just like, it's not a roller skate that is cake. Yeah. That's <laughs> and there's a real that's roller cake. skate right there. And you just see in the middle of production, they're like, we have got to find a way to make this harder. Uh, it's yeah. like everybody is losing. And so then they go, oh, well, now you can pick multiple props to like hide your cake prop. But it kind of goes to what I think is different about game shows now. Even and, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but they are bringing back a lot of game shows from like yesteryear. Oh, yeah. Hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, pressure luck. Like all these shows are trying to come back because, you know, they they're starting to realize the classics, you know, are the classics for a reason. Yeah. But. I think what was different with the host, for instance, nowadays is everything is so pre-produced in a way that it wasn't back in the day. For instance, with Price is Right, like Bob Barker used to do that show like it was a live taping, even though it wasn't. But a taping was 60 minutes. The commercial breaks were as long as commercials were going to be. And that's how long he stood on stage. He would talk to the audience and he would get the countdown. I mean, like, coming back in 10. And he he just knew how to fucking. Yeah. It. He, it was like it was a live production. And same thing with, like, Family Feud with Richard Dawson. Like, those tapings were short. It was like a live production, right? And I've been to a taping with Drew Carey. And he does it like a TV show. A taping takes like 90 minutes plus. Yeah. And like they'll stop and start and do all these things and do all the setups because that's where he thrives. And that's fine. I think that's okay. Or even I was on Celebrity Feud this year. And like You're living Steve, life. Who is, You're living life out it here. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. I, I really loved that experience. It was <laughs> what we lost, but I loved it. And Steve was great. Yeah, what was Steve like? Did he give Steve you an advice? Legend. I just feel like he's one of those he, guys he, who's always giving people advice. In every commercial break, he would go out and talk to the audience and give advice for like 10 minutes. Uh, we could not hear him because the stage is actually surprisingly fucking huge. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, it would sound like somebody 20 feet away from you talking intimately with somebody. So you could barely <laughs> hear in, like, a huge sound stage. So you could really not hear... Um, unless you were actually focused in, but we were also talking to each other and shit. So we were not really paying attention. And he's just he out was, there like whispering in women's ear, think like a man. He's just out there. <laughs> think like a man. Act like a lady. Think like a man. Uh, that's all he was doing. But when I tell you like this man who's a legend, who's yeah. been on television for 30 years almost, was struggling with cue cards. Ooh. I probably shouldn't be saying, I probably shouldn't be saying all the secrets, <laughs> but like it's just, <laughs> But it was just like, oh, it's because these people are like so used to TV and not used to present. Yeah. Bob Bar- like Steve butchered my name two or three times and had to be reminded. Bob Barker did not see my name on the cue card, did not have it phonetically spelled out like Steve had. He just saw my name tag to this day as one wow. of the only white men to get my name right the first time he ever tried it. Bob. To this day. To this day. To this and that man was like 80 yeah. at that point. And, he, and like, he just looked at my name, Jaquees. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Gosh, bro? Bob, like, it was crazy. It was crazy. One. And so even with that, like the second season, they're like, what made the first season so magical, it was just like, we just have an idea. Let's just bring people on to do it. And then it got successful. And now they're like, oh, we got to actually like produce this a little now. We got to do blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, have like more and, like kind of written out segments is what yeah. it feels like uh, versus yeah. not like you said that improv thing, but just 
that ability to, I think, make people who aren't used to being on TV feel comfortable because that's a big part of it. If you don't know how to deal with yeah. contestants who are coming down, who like, you know, this is the first time they've probably ever been in front of a camera that like making TV experience is so different. Uh, it is. You've been on so many game shows. I mean, you told me what makes a good host, a big head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what ma- what makes a good contestant? Like, did you bring it? Like, were you? Yeah. What makes a good contestant on these shows? So I've been on three game shows. Actually, I've been on The Price Is Right. I was on Feud, and then I was on another show called The Idiot Test. Uh, oh, a I, long ass time ago. I kind of remember that. Remember that? Yeah, with, with Ben Glebe or Gleb. Yeah, yeah. So with The Price Is Right, how they used to do it at least was they used to you used to stand in line hours before they let you in and they would have like plain clothes producers just kind of like scoping everybody out see who's personable yada 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 and now they just like do auditions and shit yeah which you still have to like which i did for idiot test so i think like what makes a good contestant depending on the show you're on obviously mm-hmm. uh, let's get the obvious ones out the way first excitement i don't yeah. think you need to have charisma you really don't Oh, um, I think people think you do, but um, yeah, the host the host has charisma. Yeah, like I, I feel like on like, Jeopardy sometimes people try a little too hard to be clever. They try a little too hard. And I don't and like it's that. Like you know, like James Holthausner or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, it's too much. It's like, it's like just, bro, like be a nerd. Just be a nerd. Be a nerd. You don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> like it's this. okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, like for instance, when I host Comedian Feud, so like the Comedian Feud, I have two like comedian like captains and they bring their teams and shit uh, we play a full game and then whoever wins that plays five members of the audience uh for the second game and a lot of times that's where most of the laughs come in even though we got 10 like funny people Ooh. on stage for the first half and it's always fun and it's rowdy and it's a good ass time but a lot of times the biggest laughs come from when the audience is on stage because i get to drive that more like i tell them like, you ain't gotta be yeah i don't need you to be funny i just need you to be yourself and so like i get to drive that a little bit more and then you also still have five other comedians and things like that and like these people aren't charismatic or anything like that but like people are naturally funny when they get in situations that they are not used to being in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think, like, instead of charisma, you just kind of have to be comfortable in your own skin. If you are a stoic, quiet motherfucker, (laughs) then be a stoic, quiet motherfucker, like, on, like, a game show. Yeah. And, like, the host will make it work. (laughs) Like, the host (laughs) is going to make it work. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like, that is what makes a good contestant is just... Like, don't try to perform. Just be yourself. You know, be okay with looking stupid. Yeah. Which a lot of people are not. Yeah. That's what gets people nervous. You know, they was like, am I going to look stupid? I I always used to be afraid of like, what if I end up on like, who wants to be a millionaire? I don't really answer. I look dumb. I end up on one of these good prizes where I'm like, I don't know. I think the soap is like a million dollars. I'm like, why did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Did I say something But stupid? honestly, that's going to make good TV. <laughs> like, because people are going to talk. People going to roast you at home. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and that's going to make the good TV. I love that. Somebody said, I asked a question like, was something you would hate to accidentally swallow? Uh, on Comedian Feud for Fat and Fast Money. And one of the contestants, it was an audience member, said ibuprofen. And when I tell you I lost it, (laughs) what a a weird thing. Like, I get what he was saying, 
But like, you know, but just like, <laughs> what <laughs> ibuprofen? <laughs> like, it was so silly and so dumb. Uh. Uh, and he was so embarrassed, but like <laughs> people still talk about that answer sometimes who saw that show. It's like, that shit was so funny. <laughs> like, that's what makes a fun show is just being yourself and being okay looking stupid. Yeah. What's the game show you want to be on that you, and uh, you've been on so many, but. I still want to be on Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm too dumb for Jeopardy. I, yeah, I'm too dumb for Jeopardy unless it was like maybe pop culture. The, like yeah. there's some categories I'd be like, okay, I could come on if right. they do like a black history Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. go. But no, I could not most of the time. And <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, I think, I think I'd be good. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I understand the nervousness being in front of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like that one, I feel like I'd be really stressed. Yo, I will say this. It's stressful. It's stressful because, like, you're second-guessing yourself so much. Yeah. Also, are you competitive? Are you a competitive person? I am, yes. Okay. But when it, yeah. Think- when it comes to, like, I don't know, game show things, I, I can be very, like, fair's fair. You know, if I didn't know it, it would, yeah. But when it's, I don't know, something like spinning a wheel and when it's, like, games of chance yeah. and stuff, that's when I'm, like, this yeah. is, like, I get a little fired up. I think the other thing that makes a good game show contestant you got to be competitive. Okay. Even for the chance ones, you have to want to beat everybody on stage. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. To. Now I got to I got to get competitive. I got to get in the game. You watch the challenge? Yeah. That show is inherently meant for assholes. Yes. But like the biggest asshole moment of all time in the game show is when uh, on the challenge there's a dude named Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Um, and they had, it was the first season ever where whoever won the challenge, it was two partners. They, they did something weird where like, you know, you had a partner, you guys won together, but within the final, each partner still has certain things to do that was timed. So you could decide which one of the two partners who won had the best time and whoever had the best time got to decide whether they wanted to split the money with their partner who had just won or keep it all and at this point it was the biggest prize ever it was a million dollar prize and it was the first time it happened there are three like teams that win third place second place first place third place second place both split johnny bananas and his partner sarah who were rivals there was a season called Rivals, so it was two people who were rivals who like had to work together and they generally become friends by the end. They become friends. They squashed everything. They were good. And he took the fucking money. He took it all. Like, and it was, it was like the red wedding game of Thrones. Like (laughs) it was, I was shocked. And I had Johnny Bananas on a podcast um, a couple years ago and we talked about that moment and he recognized it. Oh, like, it was the biggest asshole moment I've ever had in my yeah. life. And like, he was like, it kind of ruined his life for like six years. Absolutely that. it did. People yeah. like hated him. I have a hard time with like dating game shows. Like that's, oh, I do cause too. I'm always like, none of this is real. I, none of this is the real. The only one I kind of thought, like I gave it a shot was a 90 day fiance. They tried to do a, mm. I don't know if you're familiar with that franchise. If you watch it. Yeah. 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 They tried to do a game show spinoff called 90 Day Love Games. And it was basically. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, nobody does because it was on Discovery Plus, uh, not oh. on TLC. No one watched it except for me. <laughs> okay. And they, okay. they had couples from like different 90 Days come on and basically play love games where they had to like prove how much they knew about their partners. 
But okay. like it was all shot during COVID. So they're all at home just doing this over Zoom, basically. Yeah. And you see these people in real time getting so mad at each other. <laughs> Like the couples, like at one point, one of the husbands just like storms off and is like, I'm done. I'm sick. I can't do this anymore. And just storms off. And then the host is like, well, let's just keep it moving. (laughs) And it is some of the wildest television I've ever seen for a game show. Uh, And then I I don't even know if it's still on there, but like nobody knows about it. (laughs) I kind of want to watch it. It sounds like. Uh, the newlywed game, but for more toxic couples. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like these couples are, I don't want to say they're all toxic, but, but I, would I mean, they yeah, are. it's some couples where you know, I would like, assume they are toxic. If you ask a question like, <laughs> yeah. so when's the last time you checked his phone? That's going to cause issues with this group of people. That's going to cause issues. That's, yeah. That, and it did. That too. When did you last betray each other's trust? Yeah. And just watching. Yesterday. Most of the men not know anything about these women that they brought to another country. But God, I love 90 Day Fiance. I'm watching it still. I'll never stop watching. I don't watch that many reality shows. Yeah? You you draw a line here with between game shows and reality shows. You see, I I feel like this is a thing that a lot of people just kind of conflate all of that really together. Uh, I don't conflate them. Yeah. I don't conflate them. I do think they are in the same world. I, I, I recognize that. But it's a lot more truncated than a reality show. Exactly. I think even a competition reality show is different um, to a degree because one one of the cool things about game shows, outside of shows like Jeopardy and shit like that, is like once you're on, you're on and you're gone. Yeah. Right? And even if you're on multiple times, like we don't get to know that much about you. I know when someone is on The Price is Right, they're not going on there because they want to get more Instagram followers. Like, they're not trying to create an arc over several episodes. They are trying to win a trip to Mm -hmm. Virginia. Uh, That's it. Yeah. That's it. Sweet Home Virginia. Sweet Home Virginia. And we're sitting, and you're like, really? That's the main. Oh, come on. I get it. But you also get a car. And I want to be. I had a chance to win a car. I lost that shit. How did it feel to lose a car? I didn't care until I saw the episode. (laughs) Like, so here's the thing about The Price is Right is the way it's set up is you continually have something to look forward to on the show. So, like, I got into contestants where I was part of the first four to come on down. I was the second on stage. I I had a chance to win the car. lost that game. So disappointed. But now I get a chance to look forward to the wheel. Yeah. I spun the wheel. I won the wheel. Nice. So nice. I got to the showcase showdown. Yeah. And then when I lost the showcase showdown, I was disappointed. But now you're just riding the high of, I was just on the fucking Price, Price is right. right. And I made it to showcase <laughs> showdown. And I made it to the showcase showdown. Oh, so like, the best part of the yeah, show. The best part of the show. So, yeah, I'm disappointed. But, like, that was a dope-ass hour of my life. Yeah. Right? And so now I get to go home and tell the stories and like yada 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 and get excited to watch it. And so when I sat down and watched it, I was like, I can't believe I lost that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, looking back, what was the yeah. what was the like defining like question or moment you knew like uh, of that of that one? Yeah, yeah. So like the pricing game I got to play wasn't even like a popular one, which made me mad uh. too. It was one where I had to like guess if four different prizes were true or false. Um, the price yeah, and however many I got correct was how many chances I got to choose the correct price of the car Um, I only got one correct I only got one chance 
And the price I chose was $42 more expensive uh, than the actual price of the car. So they put two numbers that were close together. Yeah. That's uh, how they, they get were like you. Less than $100 together. And I knew it was one of those. And like, if I would have had two chances, I would have won the car, but I only had one. <sighs> That's how they get you. Uh, and, and I didn't even recognize that. I didn't even recognize that until I watched the episode. Like, I was like, oh, that shit was so close, man. <laughs> like, you get, because you're just in you're it. You're just at the, in you know, it. I don't even know how you can stay it. focused. I just feel like I would get, I would just be anxious. Like, and I don't get nervous yeah. in front of crowds, but there's just, now I'm trying to think and do math and the lights. And I yeah. just, uh, and with but Bob see, Barker that's the there, job of the host. Yeah. That's the job of the host. The host gets you through it. Calm you down. So you don't watch a lot of the modern game shows. I I do. I mean, one of the worst game shows I saw recently (laughs) was one on Netflix called Awake. Ooh. (laughs) It was so fun. I watched the whole fucking Oh, I think I heard great. about it. What was this one about? It was the one where, like, a whole bunch of contestants had to stay awake for 24 hours and count quarters. <laughs> and then, like, the Why next day they, they to had to, like... they count the quarters? I just, just to, like, the next day to be like, how many quarters <laughs> did you count? <laughs> Was like the like count that doesn't tell you how so much how long someone stayed awake. What does that have to do with anything? I have no idea. It was such a bad. I, I watched every episode. <laughs> it was it was during the pandemic. It was like the beginning of the pandemic. So it was like the perfect like mindless show to watch. Yeah. Uh, but it obviously did not get a second. Season. And that doesn't even sound hard. I think uh, I can stay awake for twenty four hours. Oh, yeah, you can stay awake for 20. But, like, when I tell you, but, but, okay, so I will say this. The staying awake for 24 hours is not inherently hard, especially for somebody like myself who has insomnia. But, like, the amount of quarters these people were counting (laughs) were, like, six figures of quarters. So does counting quarters make you tired? What does? No, I hope not. But I think, like, (laughs) I think the premise that they set up was, like, your brain would forget at a certain point, passing a certain number. Like, by the time you get to, like, $10,000 in quarters, you're probably like, well, yeah. All right, you got to have a system. Yeah, to, that's like, what my first many... thought was, like, how, what kind of system are you doing? Are you just counting number of quarter or value of quarter, you know, and then, yeah, you know. How, are you doing fours? Are yeah, you doing fours, fours and then you dividing know. if you want, you know, yeah. It was not a good show. <laughs> You you have not watched like is it okay? But you did watch a bunch of people stay awake for twenty four hours, twenty four hours, and count quarters, <laughs> and count quarters. Yeah, and I do watch reality shows. What are you watching? What what shows you watch? I'm a reality show watcher where I'll watch the show when I need to. Okay. The only show I watch continually is The Challenge. Do you consider like a Survivor or a Big Brother to be like a game show, or is that like competitive reality? I think Big Brother is more competitive reality and Survivor is more game show. Okay. One of the fun things I love about game shows or let's just say even board games, right, is like we are playing this right now until it ends, right? And usually the end is in one session. Whereas like Survivor, for instance, if I can go to sleep and wake up 
and strategize and all of these. Now, now we're moving over to like, you know, we're in a military or some shit. Like, yeah. like it's more, I think the fun thing about game shows is you don't have that much time to think. Yeah. Like you kind of have to make your decisions based on just what you already know. And like as a kid who was very good at school, but did not study, because I was very much a, if Hell I yeah. don't fucking know it, I'm not going to know, gonna it. know it. I'm not going to go <laughs> home and read a book 12 times in a row to remember it. Like, it must not be important for me to know. I mean, I do want to know what you think of Jeff Probst as a host. As a host. Oh, I think, uh, he's, I think he's a great host. Recently, a lot of Survivor fans have been sick of Jeff. They've been. Oh, really? They yeah. There's people in the survivor community. They they want to change. They're tired of Jeff. Interesting. But I why I, I don't yeah I don't know. I think that's also just where we are. Like you know, it, people will probably be sick of Bob Barker too. <laughs> we just have too many options. We just have too many options. Like we know we have options. Yeah. But that's his whole job. That's like what. That's his whole job. Yeah. Like why? What? Why would you want to see anybody, anybody else, else do it? He's Jeff. Brown. Unless he wants to step. Yeah, down. Yeah. If it's his call, okay. But don't, yeah. Jeff. If you're listening, and I know you are, don't don't bow. I know you are. Don't bow to these survivor heads who who've lost sight no. of what what the show really means. Do it to 2050. Yeah. As long as you want. <laughs> Thirty more years. As long as you until want. there's pass away until on the, the waters rise and there's no more islands for you <laughs> to go to. <laughs> Until 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 everybody survives, yeah. you stay on you, Survivor. You survive. You're the main one. You survive. You're the host. <laughs> You're the host. I mean, like, unless he's done something, which, you know, like when oh, Chris yeah. Harrison from Bachelor, like, you know, like he had to go, obviously. Uh, so unless he's done some shit like that, then all right. But if it's just like, we just want a new host, it's like, then fucking stop watching the show. Yeah. There's a whole show where the floor is lava. Oh, uh, the floor it. is lava. There's so many good. They're doing Squid Games. They're doing real they're Squid, doing squid games. games. Are you gonna watch it? I'm actually excited about that. I'm excited Ooh, about that one. I I'm excited about that. I'm, one. I'm very team. I don't know why they're doing this, and it seems <laughs> like it goes against everything the show was about. One hundred percent. That's why I want to watch. If it. someone also <laughs> asked me, like, "Do you want to do it?" I would go, "Yes, absolutely, please." I think that's what I base my favorite game shows off of, or shows that I like, is if I wanted to do it. Like, I would want to do Squid Games. Yeah. Because, like, I would think I, my competitiveness and my ego thinks I could be good I at think it. I'd be good at it. Jeopardy, I have no interest, yeah. which is why I don't watch Jeopardy a lot. I don't watch so it like, much, I yeah. I would suck at this. Unless it's, you know, oh, they're doing a special one. Oh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, because I know it'll be easy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know they're going to dumb these questions yeah. down. Yeah, oh, that's always good. <laughs> Who was the president that dated Marilyn Monroe? Uh, Who was John F. Kennedy? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so much smarter than this person from The Young and the Restless. Look at me. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually do not like celebrity versions of game oh shows my. as often. Not because they're not more fun, which is funny because Comedian Feud is essentially a celebrity. Yeah, more, um, you'd literally do is one more, of those. <laughs> is, yeah, it, it's more closer to Celebrity Feud than regular Family Feud. Um, but, you know, got to sell tickets and make money. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's not because I don't like the celebrities. And, and again, I was on Celebrity Feud. So, like, I'm talking shit about yeah, the show I was yeah. on. You're not playing for anything. Yeah, that's the thing is that anything. I'm always like, let them keep it. I'm like, let, they did yeah. the work. They should. I don't care if they're celebrity. Let them keep the money. You do get paid to be on these shows. I'm just gonna say that real quick. I'm just gonna Never say mind. that real quick. Never <laughs> so, did not know that part. 
okay? We get paid more than what you would win if you were a regular family. I'm just going to say that. Okay. You know what? I take say all that. that. Never mind. <laughs> you you play for the charity of your choice and you enjoy you it. Play for the, you're, you're playing for the charity for sure. We This is fucked up. We did not win. <laughs> and as a team, collectively, we made more money just getting paid than the charity got paid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You know, I, it's not my money. Uh, I also think this is what makes a good game show host again. Even when I'm hosting, like, Comedian Feud, or when I'm watching, I genuinely get happy when I see people win. Yeah. Like, I genuinely get happy. I love like, seeing people win. I love it. Especially when they have, like, I love a little it. backstory. And I'm like, yeah, Oh, yeah, nice. I get emotional with it. Like, look, I've been poor. I've been poor. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. And so I, I also know, like, how much 20K can change a situation, yeah. even if it's temporary. Or just the excitement of people who, like, don't get to do things like this. You know, like, I'm, I'm, we're actors. We're entertainers. So, like, yeah. you know, we get to, even though it's hard for us, like, on the outside looking in, we get to be on TV or we get to be in writer's rooms and shit like that. So, like... That's exciting, right? But for some some of these people who get on game shows, this is, like, the most exciting thing they'll ever do or have ever yeah. done. And, like, you can see that genuine excitement. Like, their family's like going to be like, oh, remember when so-and-so was on this? Yeah. Like, they're going to record that. They're going to keep it on DVD, VHS, a file, everything. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, that makes it really fun for me. I, I really enjoy, like, seeing that. And, like, I, I enjoy that aspect of game shows. And also, like, when you get celebrities on these shows, celebrities tend to make the moments about themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which, look, but sometimes I'm just like, just play the game, bro. Like, or you're not this dumb. You're not, you're, yeah. you know, you are playing it up. Play, yeah. You you're know. Playing, we know. We see what up. you're doing here, okay? And you stop. Know, so... <laughs> The one show that is fun, though, um, and another one that I wish they would bring back. I do like Pyramid. Pyramid Because even though it is the celebrity, that's been the motto of the show forever. But you are playing for somebody who, like, you know, yeah. is not a celebrity. So that's different. I, I do like that. I wish they would bring back Hollywood Squares. Hollywood and Squares so, was so fucking fun. It was so, fun. so good. I loved Hollywood so Squares. Oh, and there's just so many people who'd be so good on it. It's like up there with I love yeah. the 90s and 70s where I'm like, bring it back. Yeah. Because there's so many bring like comedians and like improv people who would be famous if you let yeah. them do this. It would be dope. And like, and then you can get new stars. That's how Richard Dawson. Exactly. Started doing Family Feud. Like he was on shows, but then he was on a uh, match game. Yeah. And people was like, oh, we love he him. Great. And they gave and him like, his own show. show. It used to be and so And now Family simple. Feud is like 50 years old. Jakees, this has been so fun. I have I love loved it. talking game shows with you. I'm literally just going to go put on the Bob Barker channel so I can like get work done I today. It. I love <laughs> any, it. Any plugs? Where, the, where can the people follow you? Uh, when is the next, yeah. the next show? Uh, first, thank you for having me on. I truly enjoy. I didn't know what we were going to talk about today. So anytime I get to talk about game shows for an hour is a happy ass hour oh, for me good. that's <laughs> um, what we try so, to do here at tv club yeah it was it was beautiful it was beautiful if you're ever in la comedian feud always a good ass time come through like we do not half-ass we have a real face-off podium we have a real family feud system that was built by an engineer Dang. a computer engineer like we we do it right so you it will simulate being on the real thing um and if you like to get high 
or watch high black comedians do improv. Uh, come to pass that block yes. at UCB Theater every month as well. Uh, I host that too. It's every Friday, the tenth, the tenth of November. Oh, the tenth. Okay. So I know. Yeah. Well, then go yeah. this because then it'll be. So then go. I'll be there. Go. Hell yeah. Come through. I saw Lacey post about it, and I was like, Oh, I gotta go. Yeah. Jakees, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. Uh, and listeners, we have talked a lot today about the SAG strike, the actor strike. If you would like to support the actors who are still out on the picket line, you can go join them. If you're in L.A. or New York, uh, you can drop off food, water if you don't have time to to walk. Uh, and if, you, if you're not there, if you're in another part of the country, you can, you can donate. You can donate money to the Entertainment Community Fund, which helps non-actor Hollywood crew members who suffer hardships due to the strike. Uh, you can donate at entertainmentcommunity.org and make sure to direct your gift to the film and television category when asked and TV club, make sure, you know, you're caught up on, I mean, first of all, some of these game shows I've talked about, if you have not gone to watch the new season of nailed it. And I also, they changed the format a bit for nailed it. Now it's the same contestants throughout the whole season. And they like get, yeah, it's, it's like nailed it challenge. And they like get better as the show goes on. So by the end, you're like, Oh my gosh, this person actually made like a really beautiful cake. The Morning Show is another one. The finale is coming up soon, and we are going to be talking about it. The Golden Bachelor, I'm still crying to it every mm-hmm. week. And mm-hmm. I I love that the women have just, like, come up with the wildest alliances, and then they mm-hmm. all still just, like, cry when they're sent home. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Gary is having the hardest time still being nice about it. Uh, but Such a hard time. It's, yeah, it's just, he's really struggling. But The Golden Bachelor, it's doing great. And then, you know, all of our animated shows are back and we haven't had a moment to really sit and discuss. So we're going to be doing something with that. So Bob's Burgers, uh, the new Crepopolis, which I am watching and I am laughing. But every time I laugh, I am like, is this just because I took Latin and I'm a nerd? Like what (laughs) is everyone laughing? I don't know. But also Rick and Morty is back. So we're going to be getting into all of the animation domination that is is back in our lives on Sundays. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you love this. I love this. And, you know, we'll be back next week with another episode. TV I say with Ashley Ray. Another episode. Another episode. TV I say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me. Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar, produced by Anita Flores, executive produced by Amelia Chapelo, and our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. 